We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Max Dupree Hi friends, welcome to the Peace by Peace podcast. My name is Mackenzie, and if you're anything like me, trying to balance everything in your life sometimes leaves you feeling drained, overwhelmed, and fearful. If you're wondering how you can find joy in every situation, magic in the mundane, and rest for your soul, I'd love to have you join me as we uncover simple practices to point us back to peace. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know I have a new Instagram account for the podcast, Peace by Peace with Mac. It's a long title. It'll be all things peace and encouragement and also keep you up to date with the podcast. Now about today's episode. It's inspired by the new year and all that comes along with that. I used to dread the new year because it meant pressure of goals and resolutions, but I have a new mindset which has honestly shifted how I view my life and areas I want to work on. I hope it helps you as well. I love plans. I love goals. I love achieving. I'm also lazy. I get overwhelmed. I start and stop projects. I think about goals and then open a book or do something else so I can ignore my goals. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I resonate with a type 9, which is a peacemaker. But on the other hand, it also means I can be sloth-like in areas of my life, especially if I know it will disrupt my internal peace or the peace I have created around me. Maybe you're like, oh, the title of the podcast really makes sense now that I know she's a peacemaker. Or maybe you're like, Enya, what? Or maybe you're like, well, I was interested, but now that she's talking about the Enneagram, bye. Before you turn off the podcast because you're tired of hearing about the Enneagram, just know that I will not talk excessively about it. I can, and if you ask me about it, I will talk forever. But to keep it short... The Enneagram is a helpful self-discovery tool when used correctly. Some people use it to stereotype others, some people use it against others in their life, and some people are just like, well, this is my personality, this is how I will be forever. That is not the point. It is a helpful tool to see how you might naturally respond to life based on your personality and motivation, and then point out how you could respond in a healthier way. The point of the Enneagram is not to define you. I digress. See, I really can talk forever about it. If you're interested, read more about it. Don't take a quiz. Quizzes do not know your motivation. They can just point out your actions. All right, I'm done. Back to how I'm lazy. I have made a lot of goals for myself in the past, and I quickly gave up on them. Consume less sugar. Read my Bible more. Wake up earlier. Journal every day. Stop scrolling already, etc. And then when I make a mistake or don't do as well with my goal as I wanted, I give up and don't try again. Before you think I have just given up on goals completely, I haven't. Although I am more realistic with goals, and I create SMART goals, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. But even more helpful with that is this idea of practice and intention. I said a few minutes ago that I love plans, and I love plans. All kinds of plans. I love scheduling. I love bullet journaling. I love filling out new calendars every month. I love determining a date and time. I love planning itineraries that are jam-packed full. I get more excited about planning to do things rather than actually doing them sometimes. Planning is fun because you think about all these things you're going to do, but when it comes to actually doing them, you freeze. You realize how much work it's going to take. You get overwhelmed. 
I'm speaking from experience, and I know I'm not alone in this. The mindset shift I have made that has drastically changed how I achieve my goals is to view them, and really all of life, as practice. If you're like, this is it? This is the mind-blowing mindset shift? Hang on. Just stick with me. My cycle of things I want to achieve looks like this. Plan for it. Take a step towards it. Fail. Give up. Or plan, get overwhelmed because I already fear failure, so I give up. Or plan, have no idea how to get there. Give up. In all scenarios, I'm giving up. What I'm working on, and what has helped me the most, is to view pretty much all of life or the things I'm working on as practice. This allows me so much freedom. Not using it as an excuse to not try, but to give myself permission that some days I just won't get it right. So even in this, I'm practicing failing. I've always let the fear of failure hold me back, so I'm practicing doing things I know I won't be good at right away, and it's hard. What I am working on, and what has helped me the most, is to view pretty much all of life, or the things I'm working on, as practice. But I'm also afraid of wasting my life. That sounds really dramatic. I just don't want life to pass by me without having purpose and passion and intention. I want to be deliberate with the person I'm becoming and the things I want to do. I want to invite you into that as well. Having intentions and following through with them is a practice. And it is a practice I would like to be more intentional at doing. And when we do this, when we set intentions and practice them, I found that it really does feed into other areas of life, other goals, and projects. Sheer will and determination doesn't get us where we want to go or make us into the people we want to be. You don't just think to yourself, you know what? I want to be a more loving person. And then you just are one. You practice being a loving person all the time. And then days, months, years later, you're more loving than you were at the start. We have to practice. It's like training. We have to train ourselves, and it's a lifelong practice. Some days practicing goes really well. Other days, it doesn't. But it's a muscle you're building. In our faith journey, if you're a follower of Christ, it's important to remember we don't rely on ourselves. We spend time intentionally trying to live a life like Jesus, and we rely on the Holy Spirit. I have a lot to say on this as well, but here's just this. When we remain close to Jesus and practice living life like him, we produce different fruit in our lives, different characteristics and qualities. And a lot of times that fruit is what we want, but we think we can get it alone. I'm the first one to say, I need more of something. Maybe it's grace or humility. And then I try to live it out on my own and it doesn't work so well. But when I plug into Jesus, I rely on him to produce what I can't on my own. But we also have to practice. If I want to be a more generous person, I'm not just like, well, I'm trying to live like Jesus, so I don't have to try and I'll be more generous. You have to practice generosity. Okay, deep breath. I just threw a lot of words at you. There's a lot to think about, and maybe you're overwhelmed and don't want to do anything. So I want us to just start with this. We are going to practice intentions together. Having an intention is something you are deliberately aiming for. It's being purposeful with your actions in who you want to be and how you want to live. On the Sunday closest to the beginning of every month, I'm going to have an episode on a new intention for that month. I'm already doing it for myself and thought it'd be way more fun to do with you. A lot of times, the intention will just be a word. I'll have thoughts and ideas of how maybe you can apply it in your own life. If it's a word that doesn't work for you, find something else that does. 
Wednesdays will still be a normal podcast episode where maybe I will touch on the monthly intention and most of the time I probably won't. So if you don't want to listen to the episodes on intentions, you don't need to, but I still hope you will. My intention for this year and for all of us for the rest of January is the word gentle. Be gentle with yourself as you begin practicing your intentions. If you're frustrated, how can you practice being more gentle to yourself? If you find yourself responding harshly to others, how can you practice gentleness? Maybe you listened to this episode because you wanted a brand new revelatory way to achieve more. Trust me, though, if you set an intention, practice it, are aware of it, this will impact how you view everything. I know it did for me, although it's still a practice. Setting intentions brings peace because you have clarity in your life. Whether or not you choose to go along and focus on the intentions I pick, I hope you are intentional with how you live your life and the things you want to do. Be intentional, start, practice, keep practicing, and watch how your life changes. Thank you so much for being here and listening to today's episode. I missed having weekly episodes, so I'm excited to be back to it. If you're still thinking, what is this? Know that I will touch more on intentions in the future. For right now, practice gentleness and practice practicing. What does this look like for you? Become aware, then keep practicing. I will talk to you next week and I promise I won't say the words intentional and practice as much as I did today. 